KC Covers Country. Another week, another round of country stories that you may have missed us talking about on 92.3 WIL. So let's get into it. We're going to talk a little bit about Toby Keith and how he's been out for the first time since his cancer diagnosis. Diagnosis, I'm sorry. It's Thursday and I'm ready to get out of here. He looks like he's doing well, but we will get into that. Also, Remy and I made some CMA predictions at the beginning of a week, so we'll go back and see how that held up after the CMAs have aired. I think my favorite story of the week has to be the one about Luke Bryan with an unexpected guest on stage. I laughed so hard at this one, so stick around until you hear that. My name's Casey. Thanks for tuning in, covering country with me. Let's get into it. Remy and Casey. The 56th CMA Awards are tomorrow night on ABC at 7 o'clock. Are you excited for the CMAs, Casey? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever watch award shows like this in real time. I kind of just catch the highlights or if there are any like big fun moments, I'll go back and watch it. But I mean, if it's on real TV and chances are the TV is on and I'm flipping around, I'll stop. I'll always stop an award show, but I always forget the nights that they're on. Yeah. Uh, CMAs always happen in November. These are what I would consider to be the biggest awards in country music. This is like our Grammys. It's kind of like the high end one. Yeah. This this is, this is the one that's like, it feels like it's five hours long when you're watching it. There's performer, performances from everybody in our genre. So it'll be a good show overall. But whether you watch it in its entirety, live, or... Which is insane. Or you uh, check out the highlights the next day. We still want to make our picks for who we think are going to win in some key categories. Are you ready, Casey? Yep. New Artist of the Year, which has always kind of blown my mind because a lot of these artists aren't necessarily new. Hardy, Walker Hayes, Cody Johnson, Parker McCall, and Lainey Wilson. Who will take home the crown? It's really tough that Cody Johnson is in this category because it doesn't feel like he should be. Either way, Hayes. though, I oh, I chose Hardy. You chose Hardy? Yeah. I also chose Hardy. Or Walker Hayes because Walker Hayes has also been... Around so long, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know. So I chose Hardy on this one too. And I feel like because he is such a great live performer, he's had so much success this year, not only with his career, but all the songs that he has been a part of writing. Yeah. I think he's got it. I think he's got it. But I could see Cody Johnson winning here too. Male vocalist of the year, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, Cody Johnson, and Chris Stapleton. Now that he's out of the woods, I have to say Morgan. Okay. Didn't he win it last year? I think he won it last year. Maybe, but he just had his big-ass tour this year. Yeah. I'm going to go with Cody Johnson on this one. Okay. Uh, Female vocalist of the year, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Carrie Underwood, Carly Pierce, Lainey Wilson. Didn't Lainey win CMAs? What are we talking about right now? (laughs) We're talking about the CMAs. This is female vocalist of the year. Did Lainey win ACMs? Which Lainey just won one of them. Yes. And I'm choosing her for this one too. Okay. So you think Lainey will get female vocalist of the year. Also Jingle Fest artist. Buy your tickets at 923WIL.com. I chose Uh, Carrie on this. I'm going to go Carrie Underwood. I like that. Female vocalist of the year. Entertainer of the year now. The biggest award of the night. Luke Holmes, Randall Lambert, Carrie Underwood, Chris uh, Stapleton, and Morgan Wallen. Who will win this? Entertainer of the year. The biggest award. The CMAs. 
Casey. Now that he is, again, out of the woods, this is the year Morgan Wallen wins Entertainer of the Year. Okay. It simply is. It was a toss-up for me between Morgan and Carrie Underwood. Now I'm going to say Carrie Underwood takes it. Okay. She had the Vegas residency for a little bit. I like Carrie. She's been performing her butt off. I feel Last like... Last night, everyone said her show was incredible yeah. here. And because I'm playing the CMA politics, I feel like Morgan Wallen is probably going to get snubbed this year, and he might get it next year. Mm. That's my prediction, though. I think I really, I think I would put money on him winning this year. Okay. Well, tomorrow night, CMAs, we will find out if we and our predictions were correct. It's a good thing we don't actually put money on this, <laughs> by the way. You think I would win? No. <laughs> the CMAs were on last night, and we made our predictions of who the winners would be earlier this week. Let's see how correct we were or incorrect. Not awesome. New artist of the year. We said it was going to go to Hardy. It went to our girl, Lainey Wilson. Very nice. Jingle Fest artist. Male vocalist of the year. I said Morgan. I think you said Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson. Luke Combs. Got it. Combs. Okay. Female vocalist of the year. Again, Lainey Wilson. Wait, did you say male vocalist was Luke Combs? Yeah. It was Chris Stapleton. I'm sorry. I lied. You're totally right. It was. Yeah. And shout out to Chris Stapleton. For still winning. For just still winning. Still just It doesn't matter. If he's there, if he is there, he's yeah. nominated and he's probably winning. Yeah, he's the Miranda Lambert of dudes. Female <laughs> vocalist of the year, Lainey Wilson. We've got a thing here with booking female artists for Jingle Fest. Boom. And then they're the artists of the year. Yeah, Carly Pierce uh also. Same yeah. thing last year. That was pretty cool. Um, song of the year was by Dirt. Album of the year went to Luke Combs. He released a new album this year called Growing Up. I know a lot of people like it. Group, we talked about this earlier. Group of the year, Old Dominion. Always. Because they are just on a streak. (laughs) Out there streaking. Cannot lose. Duo went to Brothers Osborne, which was cool because yesterday they also announced that John Osborne is having twins. Nice. So big year for him. Music video of the year went to Cody Johnson. Song, Till You Can't. And Entertainer of the Year. Cap it all off. The one that people actually care about. I chose Carrie Underwood for this. I chose Morgan Wallen, but Luke Combs took the cake. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. I didn't think that he necessarily would, but I'm okay with this. And you know that he's going to think that this is one of the greatest years of his life. His son was born this year. Now he's entertainer of the year. I think he won... ACM Entertainer of the Year, too? Yes, I think you are correct on that. So he's just taken all of the awards this year, but uh, here's a little bit from his speech last night. Oh, my goodness. I never, ever know what to say. I want to thank country music for making my dreams come true. My beautiful, beautiful wife, Nicole. Our beautiful... Four-and-a-half-month-old son, Texas, at home right now. And um, this is a dream come true. There is nobody in this category that doesn't deserve to be standing up here. This is my fifth or sixth year being at this award show, and country sounded more country than it has in a long time tonight. And I think we all wanted that. I love y'all. There you go. Yeah, I think uh, everybody was thinking Morgan Wallen's year was this year. I think it's going to be next year. I really think that because he's kind of destroyed this year, uh, with shows and doing so many shows, the CMAs are always very laggy. Uh-huh. I feel like next year is probably going to be Morgan's year. I feel like 
for awards. Until at least. he gets it, everybody's going to be on the edge of the seat waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Or a lot of a lot of Carrie Underwood fans super upset she didn't get it again. It has been 11 years since a female won the CMA Entertainer of the Year. A lot of people were really thinking that Carrie was going to win it. I would have been happy with that, too, but it's all good. This girl is officially one of the guys. The Zac Brown Band has a new member, and you may have noticed her at Zac Brown Band's show here in St. Louis. They welcomed the show with opener Caroline Jones, and they welcomed her to perform most of her most of their songs with them. And she kind of just sang along and did the harmonies Uh throughout the show. We met Caroline back in 2020 at one of our Taco Tuesdays. Back then she she was just trying to start her own solo career. And she's got that beachy country thing going on, which I mean, I think that makes her fit in with the Zac Brown band pretty well. So it was just recently that Zach Brown officially invited Caroline to join their pack for good. And he posted online to say, I'm excited to officially welcome Caroline Jones to the Zach Brown fam. Breck, that is so hard to say so many times so <laughs> fast. To the ZBB family. It feels like Caroline's been a part of us for years. She's done a few tours with us and she's always in the recording studio with us anyway. She's family. She sings the highest and works the hardest. And she responded by saying... Playing with Zach Brown makes me a better musician, vocalist, songwriter, performer, and human. I live for every one of those things, and I'm humbled that they believe that I add to their outfit. I think out of all the years that I've been in country music and seen and seen a lot of new artists come and go, I felt like leaving that Taco Tuesday that night, I was like, she's got something going on. Like, this, this girl's going to go somewhere. So it's awesome that she's now a part of one of the biggest bands in country music history. I will be your devil's advocate advocate, and say when I left Taco Tuesday, I felt like I was never going to hear from Caroline Jones again. Really? Yeah, I really didn't know. I didn't know that there would be much of a place in country radio for what she was bringing to the table. But seeing her with Zach Brown Band, it all fits like a glove. Yeah. It makes way too much sense. I think she's the perfect piece of the puzzle, not to mention an honor to be the first woman in the band. Not not to mention, there is minimum eight people with that band every time they perform. So <laughs> yeah. to be anybody that they accept is is pretty cool. Man, I can do you remember doing Zoom interview calls with every single country artist that year? It was wild. Like we'd set up shop in the middle of Ballpark Village and do a Zoom call with and someone. And like 10 people would come so because weird. no one was leaving their houses. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm glad we're out of that. A weird time, but that was when we <laughs> met Caroline Jones and she's doing awesome things since then. So shout out to her. These Luke Bryan shows are getting wild. Why do I feel like this is not the first time we've talked about this this week off the air? Because uh, we did talk about his dancing. His dancing. On stage. Okay, before I get into the story, <laughs> I have to say we've seen some videos recently of Luke Bryan's dance moves, and they're not as um, suave as they once were. <laughs> Are you saying he's losing it? I'm saying he's taking shots on stage, and it shows. <laughs> However, over the weekend at a Luke Bryan show in Florida, Luke Bryan, he's playing the song, everything's going as it should until a fan jumped up on stage without a shirt on. Luckily, pants were on. Oh, that's good. It was during That's My Kind of Night. He jumped up on stage. Luke sees him out of the corner of his eye and he's like, okay, okay. Security comes up to whisk him away. Luke puts his hand on the security man's chest and says, it's cool. It's cool. And he backs up 
And he puts his arms out as to give the fan the stage in front of him and says, do it. And not in a mean or like attitude kind of way, but okay, you want to get up here and party, let's party. So he literally lets the fan like dance around the stage. They're doing dance moves together. This is not an implant. Like you can tell that this was not planned. You don't think that this is staged? I do not think that this was staged. Because A, if they were going to stage it, they should have made the dances good. (laughs) They should have tried a little harder. But you can tell that this is like a 24-year-old man. Yeah. Who just got a little rambunctious and he was like, guys, no, I can really box jump like six feet. Let me show you. And he got up on the stage. You can do anything when you're drunk, right? He gets up and Luke has seen it all. You can tell he has seen it all just from the body language in this video. Oh, yeah. Dude gets up on stage, like you said, and he's just like, well, I can do two things here. I can get security on this guy and I could be like, you know, make, on, make a scene about it. Right. Or I can just go with the flow, let him do his thing, get it out of his system. Embrace it all. Embrace it all. And now you've got a viral moment on TikTok or wherever. It's so funny. As soon as I saw it this morning, I thought there's no way this is real. I, wa- I watched it a few times. It's definitely real. And shout out to Luke Bryan for keeping his composure and making a fun moment out of it. However, like I said to begin with, these Luke Bryan shows, they're getting a little out of hand. And I think it's because he's taking him, he keeps taking himself less and less seriously. Guy's falling off stages. Yeah, yeah. How Guy's long, grinding on the ground. How long before he's just doing a whole like striptease show? Up not there? very, not very long. Yeah. But also I, I keep in <laughs> mind that I think that He's only got so much time touring like this left in him since he said now that his kids are like in high school, he's going to take time off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, maybe he's just going all out while, while it, he can. He's still he's so young, though. He's, he's so young. He's got so many years of touring left in him. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Either way, hopefully this doesn't open the door for more people to just start jumping on stage. Yeah, exactly. That won't be good. Jelly Roll is giving back to the incarcerated youth of his hometown. So Jelly Roll, he's really, he maybe has two songs on WIL right now, right? Specifically Son of a Sinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also like a alt-rock artist. I think that's where he's maybe seeing most of his sunshine right now. Yeah. Either way, his hometown is Nashville and he's giving back and has committed to giving $250,000 to aid programs for incarcerated and underserved youth in Nashville. He says that's where he once served his criminal sentence before ultimately chasing his dreams and becoming Jelly Roll in this music industry world. And so in addition to all that money, he will fund, I want to say... Five $10,000 scholarships to students. Nice. So I guess students that look like they have a bright future, incarcerated youth that have been working toward um, getting into the music world maybe before all that happened. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think it's really awesome that he's so open about his background and where he came from and how willing he is to make sure that it doesn't happen to kids coming up from his same area. Gosh, I did some stupid stuff when I was a kid. Sure. <laughs> I never spent time in jail, but I did some stupid stuff when I was yeah. growing up. I'm sure most people could probably say that. He said, uh, I guess it was 
aggravated robbery and drug possession with intent to deliver is what he got put in jail for. Okay. And his real name is Jason DeFord, by the way. Yeah. Oh, well, did you think his name was Jelly Roll? No. He can't be in Maybe. the country world with a name like <laughs> Jason. We already have one. Uh, first name Jelly, last name Roll. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Nashville is a town that people come and they take from. They come and they party and they make the best memory of their life right here on Broadway. They join the medical field. They they come and they become big musicians, but they never give back. So as a local kid, I felt like it was important to start addressing the problem hands-on at a community level. I would suggest if you're listening to this right now, uh, maybe finding a podcast with Jelly Roll as a guest. The dude is just so, like, he's so with it. He's, he's so with it. He's so enlightening. Yeah. He's nice to listen to because you know that he's probably a good friend and an awesome dad. He gets it. He doesn't take crap from anybody. Just a really good dude. And he's recently been heard saying some really awesome stuff about our hometown girl, Alexandra Kay. Let's go. That was really fun to see. So shout out to Jelly Roll and all the good that he is doing. Earlier in the week, we talked about how it always feels like Christmas is just coming a little too early. Yeah. And it feels extra early this year for whatever reason. I don't know why. I think it feels like that every year. I, on, I honestly think that like every year you're like, wow, it's so much earlier than it was last year, but it's kind of all the same. Mm-hmm. It just, bit, it does seem too early. But that's probably why that Jimmy Fallon and Dolly Parton wrote a song about it. I love that they got together on this. I feel like whenever Jimmy does collabs with people, it's usually, it's usually like legends. It's so funny too. Like yeah. they always do it so well. Yeah. And I love, I love that, like, especially artists like Dolly who are, uh, who are down for stuff like this? Because there's a lot of a lot of artists that are like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm not gonna make I don't a, time. I'm not gonna Jimmy make a duet Fallon. with Jimmy Fallon." By the way, you know how earlier I was like saying Zach Bryan on the air is really hard when we have Zach Brown and Luke Bryan also on the air. Yeah. Saying Jimmy Fallon on the air is really hard when we're usually talking about Jimmy Allen or Jimmy Kimmel or Jim. <laughs> there's, okay, there's a bunch of Jimmys out there. Anyway, <laughs> Allen and Fallon is what I was getting at. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> However, this song kind of swings in the way opposite of us, opposite of us saying, you know, it's too early for Christmas, like a bunch of Grinches. For them, they're saying, you know, is it too early or is it time to get festive? Mm-hmm. We, pre- we previewed this song earlier this week and just played a little snippet of it, but now it's officially released. So we thought that we might as well just play it for all of the... Uh, Christmas enthusiasts out there. You brought a you brought up a good point when Carrie Underwood put out Stretchy Pants, which is just like a novelty fun song. I got my stretchy pants on. She we, released it for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we played the entire song. So I figured, you know, we should probably play the whole song. We might as well. Yeah. You know, it's only like what, two minutes long? <laughs> Come on. Fans saw Toby Keith out for the first time since his stomach cancer diagnosis earlier this year. He popped on a stage unexpectedly at a steakhouse in Lexington. Okay. What he was doing in Kentucky, I don't know. Does he live there? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Is he just eating steak and he was like, I I feel the need to perform right now. Maybe. (laughs) But it was his first public performance since June whenever he announced that he had been diagnosed with stomach cancer. And he's been in treatment for... Probably around a year and a half at this point. But later on this week, like two nights ago, he was honored at the BMI Icons Award. So that that's different from the CMAs. It must have been a big week for the country artists who are involved with both of these things. Yeah. Because they had the BMI Awards like 
Tuesday, and then the CMAs Wednesday. But like I said, Toby Keith got the Icons Award, which is pretty cool. Icons Award for songwriting. So a lot of people were pretty much just there in his honor. And he got to talk about his time in Nashville and how songwriting was really always the most important part of his career. The only regret that I had was just I never left Oklahoma is I would have probably made it at 21 or 22 instead of 28 or 29 had I just not been so damn hard-headed and moved out here because uh, the best songwriters in the world are right here. Yep. Yeah, I think the BMI Awards, and this always happens, they're always a couple days before the CMAs or the the night before the CMAs or whatever, but uh, this is kind of like for the industry nerds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 publishing, it's songwriting, it's it's the broad it's broadcast music inc. That's what BMI stands for. But it's like this is not gonna be like on your ABC exactly. CBS. You're not gonna watch this exactly. at all. You might have seen some of the guys wearing and and girls wearing the medals, that like medallion with the BMI on it. Mm-hmm. Like Luke Combs, I saw Hardy, uh, Toby Keith, obviously, but yeah, these are kind of like the industry, not pomp and circumstance awards, but feels really good to get. That's true. Even at the BMI, BMI Awards, Carrie Underwood covered one of Toby Keith's biggest songs. I should have been a cowboy. I should have And as Carrie always does, she killed it. So it's been cool to see Toby Keith out and about this week and hopefully feeling better on the inside, too. Yeah, for sure. That's good to see. We haven't gotten an update on his health in a while, but he looked really good. And we're hoping this means that he's doing doing better. Zach Bryan is quite literally taking care of some of his fans. His fan base is strong and, you know, obviously he feels a real connection with them. But that was most apparent when he recently heard a group of fans hit a bump of the road on the way to his show. I don't know where they were coming from, but they were driving to Colorado and they were going through Iowa. Mm-hmm. Zach found them through Twitter when fans shared a photo of a car accident that includes a car that is like too damaged to keep driving in. But every, all the passengers were smiling and a caption said, Hey, Zach, Brian, we're halfway through the drive to Red Rocks for the show tomorrow, but we smoked a deer in the middle of Iowa. We're currently waiting in a gas station for the Uber to take us all the way to Omaha. Then we'll rent a car and make the rest of the way to Denver. We will see you there. Wow. Zach saw the tweet and responded with, hey, rental car is on me. Just glad you guys are okay. This inspired more of Zach's fans to help out. One responded and said, we're from Iowa and we're in Colorado for the show. But there's an extra truck at our farm and the keys are in it. You can help yourselves if you want. Safe travels. Some of his fans were literally like, come get our car. Have fun at the show. So does Drive that, to Colorado. Is that how they ended up going? Was rent or uh, borrowing that truck? I, I don't actually know which route they ended up taking, but it's cool to know that they were like, hey, we're such big fans of you. Like, we just want you to know what we're going through to get to your show yeah. and how excited we still are to see you. And then Zach and his fans all show up for them. How does that interaction happen? So you get a chance, like Zach, he sees your tweet about the crash car. He says he'll take care of the rental car. I would assume at some point you got to meet him. I at, the, at what point do you go, 
hey, uh, I'm going to need that money for that rental car. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as it's 2022, I don't think you actually do have to meet him because most of the time when these things happen, they always say, oh, just DM me. That's what the celebrity will say. Yeah. And then their people will be on the other side of the DM like, hey, this is access. This can yeah. you send us your credit card number? Blah, 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 blah. We're going to need the exact receipt and time of date of purchase so right. that we can uh, write this off as a business expense. Exactly. <laughs> to make things worse, though, I think the weather got bad out there for that show, and he announced to fans that the show would go on, but since the weather was so crazy, they said that he would provide everyone with hand warmers and hot chocolate, Man, Zach, which I thought was sweet. Zach Bryan at Red Rocks. That has to be a cool show. That's um, yeah. that's one amphitheater that I really, really want to go to. I've never been to before, but it just looks so beautiful. Something I appreciate about him is no openers. Yeah. It's just a him show. Starts uh-huh. at 8 o'clock, get there at 8, see then. Yep. Period. Yep. He's not going to make you wait while he doesn't come out on stage for a half hour. It's just mountains and a man. He's very, um, what's the word? Like a stand-up guy. Because even at that show, fans were tweeting... Oh my gosh, t-shirts are $45. And he responded with, like, yeah, I agree. And we're going to get that taken care of. <laughs> He's taking care of that too? No. Send me your Venmo, I'll get you a t-shirt. Not that. But- <laughs> He's the best. He buys everything. They're going to lower prices. Jeez. Remy's going to find Zach Bryan someday and be like, mm, I'm looking for a sugar daddy. You got some money? I heard you're available. He's my Venmo. Also, I have to say it's really hard to be on a station where we play both Zach Bryan and Zach Brown. And Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan, yeah. I'm going to call them all the wrong names here pretty soon. <laughs> Dolly Parton was officially inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame over the weekend. And she said while she was there, she figured she proved to everyone that she had earned it. Because there was a lot of controversy whenever she was first nominated earlier this year. I remember this. They're like, Dolly Parton's not rock and roll. Right. Even Dolly herself thanked the Hall of Fame at first whenever she was nominated. And she said, thanks, this is a great honor, but... She wanted her name to be taken off the ballot so that nobody could argue whether or not she deserved this or not. Yeah. But they didn't care. The Hall of Fame said, too late, girl, you're in. In fact, you made it. So she was inducted alongside Pat Benatar, the Eurythmics, and some others. So Dolly knew she sort of stuck out a little bit like a sore thumb. But she did what Dolly does, and she switched it up on him. I guess they all do performances when they're being inducted. Okay. Or other artists will, like, perform their own, that person's songs to honor them. Mm -hmm. Dolly came out in a leather outfit, hit the stage with an electric guitar strapped on, and said, if I'm going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to have to earn it. And she took her little, I don't have a video of this because it was, like, a private event, but she took her guitar. <laughs> and played a rock song nice. that she wrote specifically for that event. <laughs> and the rock song went on to say, you know, like, I grew up here, but I grew up listening to Elvis. And yeah. this was my lifestyle, but, you know, it's just as hard as what all these guys went through. I'm just glad the king of rock and roll himself got inducted in this ceremony. Eminem. Um, was that this one? <laughs> yes. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. There's I mean, a little bit of blurry line there, but I, I get it. I, I know that, like, if you're rock and roll, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a mentality, right? It's a, yeah, it's a concept. So I, I understand that from that perspective. I, I don't think that Dolly 
I think that she's a good fit for this, honestly. I you think know, she is a, a she is a rock star in the country world for she's sure. Rock star at heart. Yeah. You know, there's people out there listening to this and Eminem doesn't belong in a rock and hall. You're gonna put Eminem next to the Cougar. <laughs> yeah, we she are. might come get you. <laughs> I was talking about John Cougar Mellencamp. Nope. <laughs> I was talking about Dolly. <laughs> Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg, CDJR, and Shiloh with 129 Rams in stock at Offenberg. CDJR.com. Dolly Parton, I'll post more about this to our Facebook page and Instagram. I can't believe you just called Dolly Parton a cougar. Well, I mean, I calls him like a season, I guess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Carrie Underwood got to live out what is probably one of your biggest dreams, Remy. What's that? Carrie and Mike Fisher packed up the boys, and went to NASA. Oh, nice. They were in Houston over the weekend and thought it would be a perfect time to hit up this out-of-the-world experience. She said it was the best day. Did they actually leave the world, though? I don't think they left the world. <laughs> but they took pictures standing in front of a lunar rover, posing with astronauts, looking at the wall of monitors in the NASA Command Center, and they even got to take a little stroll in the moon rover. I don't know how accessible this stuff is. I personally thought that NASA was one of those things that is pretty off limits. Mm-hmm. And people weren't just taking field trips there. Well, they've got the, the tours and all of that stuff that you can take through there. There's like a museum and whatnot. But I bet you they were in Houston for the World Series. You think they went to those games? Well, I was going to say I think they were there because she's on tour. Did they also go to the World Series? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because she's from Oklahoma. Yeah. I wonder if that is, like, I don't know who you root for if you're from Oklahoma. I I don't know either. Yeah. Anyway. The Cardinals. Carrie even wore parachute pants and moon boots just for the occasion. She looked very, uh, she dressed the part. And I still feel like the boys are pretty young, so I'm not sure that they'll remember much of this. But it looked like the coolest little field trip for the family when they're out on the road with her. Yeah. A fun way to break things up. I feel like she would be one of those people, at, you know, given her artist and uh, her status in the industry, one of those celebrities that would be offered the opportunity to do that 12-minute ride up to space and back. I don't know that she would actually do it, though. I have this weird feeling that she's one of those people that's really into space. Yeah. And she's really gets excited about this stuff. Like, oddly enough, I think if Carrie Underwood didn't have kids, she would be all over that. Yeah. So what you're saying is that Carrie and I could just go out in the middle of nowhere and just look at the stars and just talk about celestial bodies. No, I don't know that she's that deep. <laughs> I don't know if she, she cares that much. I mean, we got a lunar eclipse tomorrow night, Casey. That, well, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I bet Carrie Underwood does. Pictures of her and her family at NASA are on the Facebook page and Instagram story. Follow us on the socials for all the country stuff all the time. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.